0: Welcome to Alive with Purpose. You are listening to episode 31. Alive with Purpose and finding freedom in your relationship. Hello, my name is Erin Aquin. Okay, you guys, so last week I gave you a pretty tall order (laughs) when it comes to your relationships. And I do want to say, if you missed last week's episode, I highly recommend you go back and listen to it because I'm going to be referring to some of the ideas that I talked about in that episode. But I introduced a concept that we use all the time in life coaching and that I use constantly with my clients, whether it's about their marriage, whether it's about a relationship that they have in a professional sense and it's just the idea that we want to be aware of the instruction manual or the checklist of things that we think other people should do and then we let that dictate our happiness so anytime you have a list of things you want someone else to do you have expectations for them and You may also have things you don't want them to do, so things that are forbidden (laughs) according to your checklist. And then you tie your emotional life to that, so you're happy when your boss says that they appreciate you and you're sad when your partner doesn't take out the trash like they said they would. Anytime that you are emotionally tied to the actions of someone else, then you have a manual for that person. And when you get this on a level beyond just the intellectual, because I think a lot of people do understand this intellectually, you see those nice quotes on Instagram and Facebook all the time about how we are in charge of who we let in and how happy we are and all of these kinds of very nice sounding things. You hear those things, you see those things, but most of us still think like I, would only, I will be happy when my partner just acts the way I want them to. I will be happy when my boss says the things I want them to. So I think, yes, we get this on an intellectual level, but most of us are not actually living this way in our relationships. And I talked about how I was kind of lucky enough to happened upon a relationship where my partner really didn't have a big set of expectations for me. He really allowed me to just be who I am and he loves me and that's my job. My job in our relationship is for my husband to love me and I have slowly, (laughs) very slowly I guess uh, in the last four years of being married come to recognize that that is his job too. His only job is to be there so that I can love him. And then what he does and doesn't do has so much less emotional weight for me now because he's not in charge of doing things to make me happy. He's allowed to do what he wants to do and I'm allowed to do what I want to do, which I think sounds so funny now to say that because we're all going to do what we want to do anyway. And yet so many people in relationships think that they have to allow, so I even said it, but I have to allow my partner to do this, or I won't allow my partner to do that. And it gets so weird and messy and convoluted. So what I wanted to talk to you about today was just how to start to separate this kind of stuff for yourself. And maybe Just start to see where you have a manual for your partner or someone at work. So what I want to do today is give you a little tool that I love to use with my clients just to help you get some space and even just begin to see that you might be, actually I know you are, (laughs) I know you have a manual for someone in your life. But how do you start to see that? How do you start to separate that? And this tool is really simple, but I think that that is why it is so profound. And for this exercise, I am going to stick with a love relationship, a partnership, a marriage. Just because most of us, I think, give a lot more space to strangers, acquaintances, even our friends. But we don't necessarily have that same level of ease (laughs) when it comes to the person that we are in an intimate or intimate relationship or co-parenting with. So the first thing that you do here is you really get very, very honest about all of the different expectations that you have for your partner. And the way that I like to do this is actually make two lists. So you're going to sit down and do this for your partner or you know, any other relationship that you really want to focus on. And I want you to write the, the list of things they should do and the list of things they shouldn't do. So on the list of things they should do, it's in an ideal world. If you could just fine tune the person in question, your partner, and just make them so perfect, these are all the things that they would have to do to get to that gold star, 100% perfect status to you, then you're going to turn around and list all the things that they should never do because somebody could have gold star status by the actions that they take and the things they do that are good. But then if they turn around and they're doing some seriously sketchy things, according to you, then it's going to really, that's going to probably outweigh some of the quote unquote good things. So I want you to really spend time and be totally honest. I'm talking like if in an ideal world, my partner would, um, send me flowers and chocolate every day (laughs) and in an ideal world, um, they would never complain that they were too tired. They would always be perfectly put together at all times. And at three in the morning, they'd be happy to look after our children if they were sick, all those kinds of things. So I want you to go nuts and get, and really put down the truth about what you think your partner should and shouldn't do. And then once you've done that, then I want you to go back through and ask yourself very honestly, why to each and every single one of those items, why? Why? What would I make it mean if my partner sent me flowers and chocolate every day? I would make it mean that he's thinking about me. Um, He understands the things I like. He wants my life to be more beautiful. And then in the other list, what what would I make it mean if my partner was never upset with me? If he never felt too tired to spend time with me? or look after the kids at three in the morning. I would make it mean that he loves me and he's always overjoyed to spend time with me and see me. And he always wants me to get the best possible sleep. Even if he has to he sacrifices his sleep so that, um, I can wake up feeling good. So You go through every single one of these things. And I would really urge you, don't just do this in your head. Write it down because there is something so powerful about seeing this written down on paper. So once you've done this with your two lists, then I want you to really remember and go back to asking yourself who creates your feelings. Culturally, we think, and we've been programmed to think, that other people, what they do, affects us. There's this whole world of people who really think that someone else's energy or vibe or what they say or what they do can affect you. And I know a lot of people probably really like that because then they don't need to take responsibility for their own feelings and thoughts and all of that. But I want to suggest that it's actually far more empowering to have yourself be the one that decides how you feel and what you think. So do you want your partner to send you flowers and candy to let you know that they're thinking about you even if they don't want to do that? Like what if they think it's the most frivolous silly thing and to them it doesn't mean anything. They could just they could just literally go online and have like automated orders sent to you and not really be thinking about you would you care or do you just like the way it feels to have those things sent to you you just want to feel special and loved and if so how can you feel special and loved without that other person having to do anything I love buying myself flowers, by the way. (laughs) If I want candy, I can go to the store and buy candy too. I don't actually need my husband to do it. And if he did it every day, guess what? It wouldn't be special. So I can go and have flowers and candy whenever I want them, just because I want them. Not because my partner has to do it to prove something to me. And I will insist that when you start to just loosen your grip on this kind of Scorekeeping in a relationship or scrutinizing the other person, it gives you both so much freedom to be exactly who you are and just enjoy each other's company, which I think is a dream relationship. It's not about who did this for whom. We have so many of those relationships that are really contingent on a currency between you. So you give me this. You give me this money and I will give you this service. That is how most relationships work in our culture. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's really cool and really nice to have a relationship where you're not just looking to get something from the other person in order for you to give yourself permission to feel how you want to feel. I can give you another example of this totally from my experience, but I know you'll relate to it. Sometimes I just wake up and I'm not in a good mood. You know, I'm thinking a thought that is creating just like discomfort or irritation. And if I'm not willing to take ownership for it, I can find a reason to be irritated with someone in my house. You know, I can find a reason to be irritated with my three-year-old who is like skipping around the house and singing and like having the best time of her life. And I can just be like, oh, I'm so irritated. Why can't you just do this. Or I can find a reason to be irritated with my husband, like, oh, did you forget to pick up the potatoes? (sighs) And it's nothing to do with them. It's really just, I feel this way because of a thought that I'm thinking, but I'm looking for someone else to blame it on. And we do this in our relationships all the time. You know, if we're feeling bad, it's so tempting to want to blame that on something that someone else did or didn't do. But the fallout from that Is not worth it I think so when I catch myself doing that I immediately apologize I sit down I do some thought work try and clean up my own thinking and then I can enjoy my singing toddler (laughs) and I can um, and I can make sure I put things on the grocery list or go get the things I need to make whatever I'm going to make myself you know it does not need to be drama it does not need to be blame it can just be so much lighter. And, and I made this offer last week. I'm going to make it again. But I would love to help you start to see some of the ways that this stuff is operating in your life and just give you a little bit of space so that you can maybe just see the possibility of dropping the manual that you have for people that you love because it is, I promise you, so much more fulfilling to be in relationships where you are not waiting for them to do anything in order to make you feel anything because you are in charge of your own feelings you are empowered to create the results you want to create and you're not putting all of your emotional well-being in someone else's hands trust me it is liberating it will totally set you free and I would love to show this to you in a 20 minute free mini session if you are interested then all that you need to do is head over to alivewithpurposecoaching.com go into episode 31 and there will be a button you can click on to, to book a mini session with me I hope you will take me up on it I'd love to work with you And until then, have a great day.